Hey, I'm Savannah. And I'm Adi, and we're the Politos. We're here talking about simplifying our life, growing and loving our family, and learning about the world. And today is the day that I'm finally talking about living in a church. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. Adi finally spills the tea, spills the tea, about, <laughs> about living in a church. He's been pushing this episode off for literal years. Yeah. And waiting for the right time to finally <laughs> speak his truth. I'm just kidding. I'm making this way more dramatic than it really is. But you have been putting this off for a long time. For so many episodes. Yeah. And you kept saying, I'm not ready to talk about it yet. Yeah. Not that it's traumatic or anything. No, it's that I feel like I'm not allowed to, I'm not allowed to, to talk about this. <laughs> I think that it might be illegal. So I'm not going to be mentioning the, the name of the church. <laughs> and quite frankly, I don't think people that were involved in the church and the roommates are going to be listening to this episode. They might. They might, but my plan was to, in a way, get their blessing, my roommates. Oh. Or my, one of the roommates that I but you changed your lived mind. with. Yeah, to get their bless- blessing to uh, to be allowed to talk about this. Or just kind of confirm, like, hey, can I talk about this? I don't know why I think it's very taboo. <laughs> but I don't know if legally, like... It may not have been 100% legal, but <laughs> I, there was no ill will. No. And or Ill, I mean, Ill intentions. Anyway, here we are. We're going okay, to talk about this. Yeah, but we're not there but yet. But before that, I just want to say, Warriors, <laughs> gold-blooded, hashtag wow. gold-blooded Warriors have won their fourth NBA championship. I know. And it's amazing. I feel great. I, if you don't know, I am a big Golden State Warriors fan. Mm-hmm. And I have not talked about their progress as far as the finals and the games they've won and how many games right. they're, you know, way they are from winning the whole enchilada. enchilada. Anyway, so they did it. They won. I think it was last week. Yeah. They won. And that's it. So it's exciting. Yesterday, they had the uh, Golden State Warriors parade. Really? In San Francisco, yeah. And uh, and so I, I, I watched a couple of stuff, their interviews and their stuff and everything. And uh, it's very exciting. Exciting time to be a Golden State Warrior fan. Yeah. And if you don't know what that is, that's a basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you said NBA championship. Oh, did I? Well, I don't know. People might think it stands for non basket association i don't know non-basket so the opposite (laughs) it was fun yeah you watched it with me you were into it with me yeah and it was very intense certain times it was just very crazy to watch and it was very close there was a lot of ups and downs but we we i don't like (laughs) i know you don't like it when people say that They they did it yeah but we watched them do it, <laughs> and we felt joyful and stuff. So mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah, here's to more NBA championships. Mm-hmm. I'm not holding anything or testing anything. I'm just saying here. Yeah, I'm not sure if I've ever seen a championship game before. I don't know. Oh, really? But it was. I was kind of surprised at how like emotional everybody was, 
and seeing like the aftermath um, of them celebrating and stuff. And sadly, they weren't at home. No. It would have been very cool if they were at home, but yeah. they were away yeah. in Boston. Yeah. But it was very cool just seeing like before the game was even over, Steph Curry like crying on the yeah. on the court. I was tearing up too, just watching <laughs> him do it. And he later explains why he was tearing up. And I mean, a lot of fans, if you have been following the Warriors for the past like five years, you just know that like there were just a lot of injuries that prevented the Warriors from being contenders. And this year was like, I think it was, it meant he said this, like it just feels different. Yeah. And it's more like, like it was cool because I think they had a lot more, like a lot more to prove mm-hmm. to the world. Yeah, because people were doubting them. They they were saying they're too old. Yeah, they're, they are kind of old. They they're they're getting old. And if you look at the history, like it's hard once you you're in your thirties. Like mm-hmm. it's it's hard, and not a lot of people that are in their thirties have like one. Yeah, and they have kind of all of their main starters are in their thirties, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's a lot of doubters, and so that's why, like he started to cry and mm-hmm. and and then he also won the MVP award right and so there was also more doubters too about that like yeah. oh yeah he can't he can't be the one you know mm-hmm. the one to carry the team or whatever yeah and he did it so he definitely did yeah so it's really fun to watch your team win the whole thing and now it's the summer and so there's going to be more of uh you know things going on with drafting and you know, moving pieces and stuff. But uh, I think the next game is going to be like, I mean, the first game of the season is going to be like in late August, I believe, or so, something like that. So we have some time to just (laughs) not watch basketball. (laughs) Watching a sport, it's like anybody could watch it. Like your family could watch it, kids. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for the most part, it's very appropriate for (laughs) for any age. Very appropriate. I mean, you know, I think there is a delay like we, because the the games that you watch are live, mm-hmm. but I think there might be like a five second delay because it's just a live game and they have to watch out for people cussing or yeah. or anything like that. And believe you me, there there are people yeah. that cuss the players, you know, yeah. so they have to blur out those or bleep those things out. And I just learned that we have uh, Janet Jackson to thank for that recently. Yeah, I, I, didn't I just know. recently learned that. Yeah, you told me that too, and because of. The incident that happened at the Super Bowl mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah, that's they, when they, they started implementing the delay. Oh, we 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 were talking about this with when the Will Smith Chris Rock thing mm-hmm. happened, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and obviously that was bleeped out, and there was kind of a weird cut and everything. Or no, there wasn't a cut, but it was just bleeped out. And yeah. we were talking about how I heard someone talking about how in other countries that that's not it was the way it is, and it was just live, and they heard yeah, everything. Yeah. And here in the U.S., that we have that delay, mm-hmm. and that it started with Janet Jackson. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. But uh, yeah. yeah, I just want to mention that I have to mention my Golden State Warriors, and yeah, yeah so that was good, good stuff. I just had a thought that I feel like I wrote a note in my phone. A few like weeks ago, about something to talk about on the podcast. That's a thing. So there's me, always let me something. Check. Let me check. Okay, go ahead. There's always a thing like we have something to talk about, and then I we just forget, and it's just one of those things. But uh, sometimes you have to write. I, you know what? I think I wrote something too because I was thinking, oh, it would be great to talk about this on the podcast. So let me oh, let never me look mind. at it. Mine, oh. we already talked about. 
Oh, we did? Yeah. Okay. I think I have something, though, because I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to forget, and I did. So let's see. So you you didn't have anything. No. But I, I actually do. This was, like, maybe a month ago. And this is pretty exciting. So I was just at my parents' house this when this happened, and I was watching, I think. I think it was, like, a... Uh, it might have been the Golden State Warriors. I think I was watching the game. It was live and there was commercials. Okay. I remember there was a commercial there or maybe an ad on YouTube or whatever. Anyway, it was some sort of media, right? Mm-hmm. It was for a Nintendo Switch game and they're promoting this game and then they had a couple kids there. Right. And one of the kids' names was my name, Adi. Really? A-R-I. And I think it was a boy. No way. Yeah, if, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and that was the first time ever that I've seen my name displayed. Oh, I think I remember that, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah I've, I've never seen my name like just put out there, <laughs> you know? And yeah. And just because I, I think it's it's a unique name, and yeah. it's just bizarre to, to see that. So That's crazy. I was so shocked. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that <laughs> nice. crazy? I mean, That's cool. It's just, yeah, it's incredible. So same spelling, just A-R-I, and that's it. So that's wow. really pretty cool. that was your moment. I just noticed this. This is like 40 minutes into the, the this episode, but I have to go back and edit this part to the catch-up. Okay. I just got an email saying that I have a kid in my next week's Marvel class, and his name is Audie. <gasps> and that's the first That's ever. so funny, because you were just talking about seeing the commercial <laughs> with a kid named Audie. Yeah, same spelling, A or I. And so I'm very excited. And I can't wait to just tell him, like, that's my name, too. And it's yeah. so cool. So I definitely want to ask him, like, what does that name mean to you? Like, what's, what's <laughs> oh boy. your family's, like, interpretation? You're going to creep, creep him out. I don't know. Maybe not. That's, that's too much. It's too deep of a question. But that also brought me to another story. I'm not sure if I ever brought this to the podcast before. But do you remember when we went on this family vacation, like, not too long ago. Yeah. We went to this Mexican restaurant to pick up some food. Mm-hmm. And there was this guy th- that worked there. His name was Audie as well. Yeah. And we had this whole little riff off, like this <laughs> whole little banter going back and forth of like how he got this name and yeah. how I got my name. And so it was really cool. And it was a genuine like excitement from both both of us. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. And I think at the end, I just said like, I like your name or... Like cool name or something like that. <laughs> so <laughs> it was really cool. And uh, he is, asked him like, "What's your story?" You know, and and so he said that he's a Mexican, and his parents or mom, I forgot where they picked up, the, they found that name. But yeah, I forgot what he said. I totally forgot about it. But I told him like that. You know, my story of like my mom saw this uh, novella and saw this actor named Marty, and so yeah, there you go. Anyway, that was really cool, and that was the second time I've ever met another audience. I told him, I'm like, this is the second time ever. And he's like, oh, you're like my, my seventh audio or whatever. But, uh, was it that many? Yeah. I, feel like, I thought it was like four. No? Oh, yeah, maybe four. I yeah, don't know. maybe four or five. Yeah. yeah. And uh, anyway, and so this kid, Audie, going back to him, he's going to be my third audio I've ever met in like, kind of like in person, you know, in real life. I know. So That's anyway. so crazy. All right, I think we're ready. <sighs> am you, I? Am I ready? ready? I'm a little nervous. Really? To be honest, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, it is. I think it's time. Yeah. I, I definitely want to talk about this. It's just 
as far as the like the aftermath, what's gonna happen? <laughs> Probably nothing. <laughs> okay, well, let's get down to the needy greedy. Would you like me to ask you some questions? Yeah. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> First of all, how dare you? <laughs> Who do you think you are? Yeah. <laughs> what gives you the right? <laughs> <laughs> so let's travel back in time. Okay. I guess the first thing is for you to explain how this came about. Okay. So tell us the whole story of where you were living before and how you ended up living at the church. (sighs) Keep it brief. Yeah. You don't need to go into every single minuscule detail. Okay. So it was 1992. No. The day I was born. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm kidding. What led me to... No. Like I've mentioned before, Mm -hmm. I was in college... I think my sophomore year, that's when I started attending this church. Yes. Right. And I fell in love with, with everything about the church, the community, you know, that's the people, the, the yeah. culture, the atmosphere, everything, right? I think maybe like two years into being in the church, I had an opportunity to live in this ministry house. And essentially what it is, is a house where with a lot of guys, and then there's also um, another house, and that other house is for, for ladies, right? It sounds like a fraternity. Kind of like a fraternity, <laughs> but uh, Christians, right? So uh, <laughs> yeah. So there was about maybe 10, an average about like 10 people living in this house. It was, pre- it was pretty big. We would grow and, and everything, spiritually, mentally, you know, emotionally, all that stuff. Yeah. That's where I met my best friend, and I got to meet so many cool people. So as far as the practical part of it, this was just uh, this was just a house. Yeah, just a house. And it was paid for by the church. Yes. Uh, no, they, yeah. I think the church paid like maybe like 70% of the rent because my rent was dirt cheap. Oh, so you did pay rent? We did. We did. Yeah. We paid, okay. we paid rent, but then I think the church provided like a lot. Part of it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, each month or so, uh, we would have like specific dedicated like dinners to meet with the guys and girls and mm-hmm. have some time to to be together right mm-hmm. so anyway so now eventually they closed down the house program okay one day we we had through this dinner right the once a month dinner with everyone mm-hmm. that's when we get to meet with a pastor the mentor that we had and they told us hey we're gonna shut down this this program and y'all have like I think it was like a two, three month notice. Okay. And a, th- a lot of people were just kind of like, what the heck? So a lot of people felt like uh, they just pulled the rug out from under everyone. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And they were hurt. Right. Yeah. And so anyway, within that like month or two or whatever that we have to move, everyone just decides, okay, we're all, you know, everybody has their own plan. They're mm-hmm. going to either move somewhere else away from San Jose, whatever, close to uh, but with parents or friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then myself, my best friend, and um, my other good friend are um, just kind of like thinking like, well, all three of us, we could move together. Mm-hmm. We started looking, asking people at the church and looking around and, and we go and, and look at this one new showing and stuff. And, and then we came across the problem that we can't move because we need a big deposit mm-hmm. and reference and all that stuff. We need yeah. all those, you know, things, right? Yeah. <laughs> to fill out this application. So we were struggling. And so we we're thinking, dang, like, what now? Mm-hmm. And anyway, so before we we move out, maybe like a couple of weeks before we move out, someone hears from the church, hears this, that we need a place. And so then this church member, he 
he tells us, hey, like, I have a house, so y'all can move there, and here's the rent, and it's going to be pretty cheap, and that's it. And so we moved to the house. Okay. And it was a blessing um, because we were out of time, right? And mm-hmm. so we finally get this place. And so we're there for, like, I think six months. Um, okay. The guy, the owner of the house, gets uh, sick, passes away, and then the wife moves in with, with the daughter, and then she tells us, like, hey, y'all have, like, a month or so to move out okay like we understood oh, so this was the this was his house that he was living yeah in with mm-hmm. his wife the wife wasn't living there but then when he was you know in the hospital and then passed away she started to to move to, to the house oh, okay and so she then took ownership of, of the house got it okay so we again go through the same process of <laughs> telling people and stuff and everything and the panicking and and all that stuff. One of the pastors hears this, right? And uh, he was like, here's the deal. We have a spare like space upstairs in our church. Mm-hmm. And mind you, the church is really big, right? So they have this this uh, space. They're like, we're thinking about pretty much uh, making it residential for uh, essentially guest pastors, guest speakers yeah. to stay there. That's a cool uh, idea. Instead of uh, paying for a hotel, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, well, it would, and I'm sure that that's convenient for people speaking there yeah. too. Maybe. I mean, if it's nice enough, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. So the pastor offered that to us, like, y'all could could stay there. But the thing is, the problem is that it hasn't been, been created, hasn't been constructed into yeah. a, a living space. It was just a room. It was just a room. And, and, uh, y'all, I need, I guess y'all need to move now. Um, we understand. So for the first like month or two, it's going to be a little crazy, mm-hmm. um, because we're, we're going to be up in there and, you know, building everything. And, and yeah. Yeah. But the, the big pro is that y'all would be, um, not paying any rent, mm-hmm. like zero, yeah, nothing. And all you have to do, the, the only duties is to, um, lock the, the, the church. Mm-hmm. So every night, go through the church, like inside, uh, lock all the doors, inside doors, outside doors, make sure everything is locked. Which, I want to stop you there for a second. Okay. So, cause when, so when we met, this is where you were living, was at the church. Yes. And I know, and we're going to get into more of the details of like the day-to-day, but since you brought up the whole like locking the church thing, I just want to quickly paint a picture of like, because I feel like when people imagine what that means, they probably imagine that it takes like two minutes yeah. to like lock the church. But how long do you think it took you to like do the whole locking up routine? Because this place was massive. Mm-hmm. So how long do you think it took? If I took my sweet time, um, <laughs> like walking slowly and, you know, whatever. If I took my time, I think it was a good like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, t- a good 20 minutes. If I was like, I'm on a mission, I need to get out of here, or like, I- I'm, you know, it'll take me maybe like 10 minutes or so. Yeah, but um, still, it's a, it took a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, it, there were so many rooms, and it, it was just like such a big building, and there were so many different doors that you needed to lock and set the alarm and all this yeah. stuff. Like, it was, it was a quick, it was not a quick process. It wasn't just no. like locking the front door and the back door, and that's it. Yeah. No, there's so many doors, so many rooms. Like I said, this, this, to paint the picture, uh, before this was a church, this building is actually what was a warehouse. Mm-hmm. And you could kind of tell if you look up in the ceiling and everything. Yeah. And, and so this is kind of like um, maybe half of like a, of a, well, maybe not half, maybe, maybe half of a Costco, 
I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it was I don't big. Know. But yeah, yeah, I remember... It, uh, I want to say like slice a Costco in half. Um, yeah. I remember most of the time it seemed like it took you about 20 yeah. minutes to lock up. Yeah. It, it, it was pretty big. So mm-hmm. so anyway, that was my big duty was to, between us three guys, to lock the, the house. And yeah. so we we kind of came up with like a... We, we came up with the, um, a plan, but it wasn't like solid. Okay, these days are my days because we, we were busy. Mm-hmm. You know, we had lives and, yeah. and uh, at one point, girlfriends and, mm-hmm. you know, fiancés and, and, and all that stuff and just life, right? Family, everything. So we would say, hey, I'm, I'm locking, you know, up this day or this day or whatever. So we moved there. And uh, like I said, the first two months or so were horrible because I think it was actually longer because it took them a while to to build this whole thing and to paint the picture. I'm not sure the name of this like wood, but it's like the the foundation wood, the plywood or whatever. Yeah, like, like, like the, that's underneath carpet usually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's like if you step on it, you're definitely gonna get a splinter. Yeah, you know that that kind of wood. That wood was was our floor for like a good like two months or so at the very least. <laughs> yeah, and 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 so our rooms would be um, had there was two rooms, but the only thing that divided those two rooms was just like the two foundation like pillars. Oh, really? You know, like the wood pillars. So there wasn't a yeah. wall. There wasn't a wall. Okay. And so um, it took them a while to like build the whole thing, and mm-hmm. so eventually they they did right. It eventually, it looked yeah. like a room, right? But that floor, I, I remember that floor just being just annoying. Yeah, I you bet. know, because I wish I had a picture. Maybe I do have a picture. It, <laughs> when we first moved there, um, it was just like our bed in, in on top of this wood. And it just looked really like funny. And we <laughs> joked around saying like, this is our crack house. Like it looks like a crack house yeah. just because it's just our bed and, and <laughs> the wood and that's it. Right. Wow. And so we had to make it work with like, how we're going to do what, where we're going to put our clothes and mm-hmm. the, the dishes and all that stuff. Like it was a hassle and it was a pain. Yeah. Um, how long did it live there? I think, I want to say like a good three years or so. Three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I remember um, for a good while, the first few months, my job was interesting. Like I would work in the afternoon sometimes. Mm-hmm. This one, this is when I was working as an ABA therapist. Yeah. And so my days would be a little different. And so sometimes I just would want more sleep, unlike everyone else, my roommates, right? And so at one point in the morning, I think that the workers come upstairs to work on the, you know, the, the, uh, the room yeah. or the rooms. And so I would just go the next door. The next door was like kind of like a storage, big storage room. Yeah. They had like four or five closets. Mm-hmm. And so I would just go in one of the closets, close the door, turn on the light and, um, take a nap on the ground. On the floor? On, on the floor. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so I remember a few times this happened like more than I wanted. Um, a pastor, sometimes it would be the pastor and, and my best friend. They would um, open that door and then they would turn on the light and they would see me on the floor, <laughs> and that was embarrassing. Yeah, you know, like it's like I'm taking a nap or it's like 11 a.m. or something. And I'm like just still <laughs> sleeping. Yeah, so that happened like at least like two or three times. That is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I so. had no idea. 
<laughs> so stuff like that would happen. Before you get into more things like that. Mm-hmm. So by the time I met you mm-hmm. and I saw this place that you were living, <laughs> um, it basically, it was like, well, okay, let me paint this picture because, so this is a big church. Yeah. And it's a big, like modern contemporary style church. Mm-hmm. And when you walk in, there's kind of two like front doors on either side of the church that you could walk into yeah. and they both lead to, they both are lead to like a main hallway. And then off of that hallway is the big sanctuary mm-hmm. building. Mm-hmm. So in that main hallway, there is, there's a bunch of on the, like on the other side, opposite the sanctuary, there's a bunch of different doors and like yeah. stairwell stairways and things that lead to different places in the church. Mm-hmm. And right off that main hallway one of those stairways leads right up to your living quarters. Yeah. <laughs> and so this wasn't like tucked away into like a back part of the church no. or anything like this is right out in front, but it also, you wouldn't know it was there unless you knew it was there. Yeah. So basically it's like, you know, there's a door that leads to a kitchen area and there's a door that, that like you could go down the hall and it would lead to like children's church or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then right next to that, there's a stairway that actually just leads right up to your place. Mm-hmm. And so when you walk up that stairway, there's a door mm-hmm. at the top. So there's no door at the bottom. Or there was. No, there was. There was a door at the bottom. Yes. You open it. It leads to a stairway. You go up the stairs. There's another door. Yeah. You go in the door. And then that was your house, basically. Yeah. So when you walk into the door to your actual house, it was like um, there was one open room that mm-hmm. you first walk into. That's and, a- oh, good. And it was very small. Yeah. It, but this functioned as like your living room, family room, dining room, basically. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's where you had like your TV, a couch, yeah. a table. So there was a kitchen table in there, but there was no kitchen mm-hmm. in this area. And there's also no bathroom in this yes. area. So those two things are the biggest things. Yeah. Well, like, which we'll talk about that in a second. We will. So yeah, there was just kind of this open room. I mean, it was a, f- it was a fine size. I'm trying to just think of like how big it was. It was like... I mean, it was a good size because we knew that there was more to to the living place because we had the big church, right? Like the rest of the church. So we could kind of step out of that, that house and, and get into... No, no, I know. What I'm just saying as far as like your actual place where yeah. you had to live, like that main room was fairly small. Yeah. If you take maybe like 30 steps from one, one wall to the to the <laughs> other, that's, that's it. Like 30 steps. 30 steps. No, I would say it's like the size of maybe like a master bedroom. Mm, yeah master bedroom bedroom plus like a closet or so yeah yeah and then off of that there were two bedrooms there were two like small bedrooms and yeah um but the what, bedrooms were good though yeah good no size. i know yeah and when i and so when i met you it was just you and your roommate there so you had yeah. one room and he had the other room mm-hmm. and they were just like normal size bedrooms mm-hmm. yeah and then that was it so that was your living space and then like you said when if you walk across that main room on the other side there's another door which leads to a big storage unit yeah like a big storage room for the church yeah. and a bunch of and closets then, and then that's where we had we kept our refrigerator because oh that's right that's how the outlet was there or something like that like that's right so you just yeah. have a fridge yeah i forgot about that. that that's it yeah and then yeah and so that was basically it that was kind of like the layout we had a closet in that big room that worked as a um like the living room the living room and stuff yeah yeah there was like a storage type of closet yeah, slash that, like pantry that's, that's where we yeah that's where we kept uh, our dry foods yeah. and then eventually we had um a unit and so that's where we kept more stuff there yeah 
Okay, so I guess let's get into talking about just the day-to-day of like what it was like living there. Because, you know, we were dating and stuff and I would like spend time there. There was definitely interesting little quirks that I noticed very quickly about like what the living situation like what you want me to tell you my things that i'm thinking of yeah go ahead okay sure well i think one of the biggest things was the bathroom situation oh yeah yeah we i just i mentioned that the bathroom the kitchen situation was just weird yeah but the bathroom was definitely like the most crazy (laughs) um i'm also thinking about oh just like you would talk about, you know, in the morning, like getting woken up by, on Sunday mornings, getting woken up by the band rehearsing in the sanctuary because it was like so close. Yes. Um, and people. Or, or sorry, or like on Saturday, there were a lot of events yeah. going on on like every day. Yeah. Weekdays, weeknights, weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> Pretty much every day. Yeah. And also, I think just, you know, you like, you never know when you're going to like run into somebody. Oh yeah. Um, and so that was kind of a funny element. I remember there was this one time when we were doing a movie night, and uh-huh. so going back to like the uh, we talked about our tradition of like the day that we became boyfriend and girlfriend, how we yeah. were showing each other our favorite movies. Yeah. I think it was that day that we were watching those movies, and we were we were in this like random room in the church. Because there was like a big projector screen in there. Yeah. It was like one of the rooms where they do like youth events and stuff. Yeah. And so we were watching the movie in there. And all of a sudden, I remember this guy just walked in who was like there to pick up some like band equipment or Mm -hmm. something like that. And it was like Mm -hmm. somebody that you kind of knew. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, like you said, of like trying to nap in the storage closet or whatever (laughs) and somebody just walking in. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just funny because like, you know, it's like where you live, but in, in a way, it just seemed like you didn't have a lot of, you know, privacy or like your own space, even though you kind of did like in your room, but you never know when people might be around or needing something or whatever. Yeah. The the kitchen, the bathroom, and I guess privacy altogether. Yeah. Those three elements, things were just uh, something that we, I sacrificed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let me get into the kitchen and the, the bathroom. Yeah. So the kitchen was downstairs. There was two kitchens. Yeah. One is more of like a commercial kitchen. That's where people um, cook all the meals for big events. Okay. And then there's the, the staff room kitchen. Right. And that was the one super close to our rooms. Yeah. And that's where I would do the cooking and everyone do, would do the cooking there. Yeah. And it was bizarre because I had to get all the the kitchen equipment, like the skillets, the um, spatulas, the seasoning, every single thing, and the stuff from our upstairs refrigerator downstairs. And so every single time I would cook, I would bring this grocery bag and fill it up and carry downstairs and upstairs once yeah. it was done and had to make sure that like the the stove or anything else that I touched was clean. Mm-hmm. And so it was this big event where like I had to make sure that everything was put back where it was right. and you know. And again, you never knew if somebody was going to like walk in or be using it. Yeah, so 
many times, many, many times in the mornings, especially in the morning, people would come in and walk in in the, the staff kitchen mm-hmm. and see me cook. And <laughs> everyone wants their privacy. And yeah. I also was very embarrassed. Like, I didn't want people to know what kind of food I cooked or if I overcooked or undercooked something, you know, like yeah. that was just my business. So yeah, uh, I, I just didn't like that at all. But I had a sacrifice um, going back to... What was the third element I said? Going back to uh, privacy. privacy. There we go. Privacy. That was my cooking experience like every day. Yeah, I know. And I I would say that I eat out a lot because of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now the bathroom. So that was also downstairs right underneath the rooms. Um, That was a pain because you had to go up and down every time, you know, morning, evening, whatever, you know, and, and do that and also take a shower. And it was not a like single stall bathroom. No. It was like a big public bathroom yes. with multiple stalls and also a couple showers for anybody to use who was there. Yes. So there was four main bathrooms right in the the kind of the center, the hub. Yeah. Close to our, our rooms. And like two men's and two women's. Yeah. And then I think there was like three of those bathrooms had showers. Okay. Uh, three, uh, two from the guys and then one for the women's. Mm-hmm. And, and so those were our showers and the showers were so close to the entrance door. Yeah. Um, for some others, uh, the, another like shower would be kind of around, you know, there was this big wall that would block the, the showers and everything. But you had to like time it perfectly, right? Like make sure <laughs> nobody's home. And there was many times when I would take a shower in the morning and you could hear people like walking into the bathroom and nine out of 10, maybe 10 out of 10 times it would be a staff member, a pastor or whatever. And sometimes I would take a shower like on Sunday morning and I would have to like, again, time it perfectly because I knew that uh, so-and-so was going to open the door and walk in and, Mm -hmm. and, Nine out of ten times it would be the um, the worship band because yeah. they would be there on time, right, and practice early or whatever. Yeah. And so I would take a shower while like people are are coming into the church, you know. And so I <laughs> I would get embarrassed, you know. I'd be in the shower and and try to not make any noise and <laughs> pretend like oh, I'm not here, you know. And then watch for the door to open and close, right? So I could continue showering. So yeah. that was my life, my, my shower life. And um, so, but I knew that like in the at night, that was the, the, the time. Yeah. Like there's nobody around. Right. And uh, during those times, I would take a shower in the, um, the woman's bathroom. Because the showers were nicer. Because th- th- there was warm water. I think that was the <laughs> only shower that had the, the warm what? water. If, yeah, the other two bathrooms were... You would get warm water for like the first five minutes, and after that oh, it was cold. Yeah. So we knew like, okay, here's this one uh, shower that's really good. Yeah. That was <laughs> like something you had to sacrifice, the, the privacy and the timing yeah. to like, when to take showers and stuff. Going back to, I guess, the overall picture of privacy... You just mentioned like being woken up by by people. Mm-hmm. It was a hassle. Like, like I knew that I was going to be woken up at a certain time mm-hmm. every Sunday yeah. and uh, or Saturday morning because every Saturday morning they had um, early uh, prayer, like at starting at like six a.m. Oh yeah, <laughs> and so there was that, and um, and so that that was annoying. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we were right in like the uh, the main 
the main like hallway hall. yeah and so we would see the the lights turn on and everything <laughs> so yeah so that was that <laughs> yeah um other quirky stuff like i think that you you mentioned you know one time where there were someone ran, random would walk in and mm -hmm. while you're in the room or whatever um i mean that was my my life yeah um because my church was my home as well and uh yeah so you just had to like get used to that like people walking in and there's a lot of people a lot of staff members pastors and a lot of stuff that had keys yeah so yeah everyone had the free access, you know, whenever they wanted to, to walk into the church and grab whatever, leave. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I was talking about, you know, that time, a time when we were in like a, another just random room in the church. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I remember that sometimes somebody would just like, a staff, staff member would just like pop their head into your actual like room or like not your bedroom, but like the main living room area. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like I remember yeah, yeah, that yeah. a couple times, even just in the few times that I was there. Yeah. Or like in the short amount of time I was there, like someone just popping in and being like, oh, hey, like I need to get blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. or I feel like I there might have even been people who like didn't know that you lived there and they were just like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, there, there's, again, the church is big, right? So there's so many different people. Yeah. Uh, not everyone knew that we were there. <laughs> yeah. Especially in the first like few months. So yeah, people would open the the main, I guess, like door. And there's two doors, like you said, right? Mm -hmm. And they would open those doors and like notice like, wait a minute, this is like a residential <laughs> little area here. What's going on? So that would happen frequently. Um, a lot of people just popping their heads and stuff. And so, um, yeah, the, my life just consisted of like dodging some people sometimes, like, yeah. you know, and making sure that I was like also being respectful of the, of the place mm -hmm. and know that this is like a public place. Yeah. Not just like, you know, our home because the home was upstairs. The rest of the stuff was more like public. So, Going back to the bathroom stuff, I don't want to make it sound like, oh, I'm just being uh, reckless and just, like, didn't care. Like, I was, I'd make sure that, like, I wasn't using, like, the women's bathroom. Yeah. Um, if I knew there were, there were, like, people around. So, I basically have one more question for you. Oh, boy. Or two. Okay. Depending on how the first one goes. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, this one, I'm not sure if you'll have a big answer for this or not. Okay, go ahead. But when you were kind of doing the whole locking up, like sort mm -hmm. of acting as like security in a sense for the church. I mean, it was security. Okay. Well, you didn't say that before. You just said that you said my duty <laughs> was to lock up. But yeah. So did you have any interesting experiences, any run-ins, anything, you know, noteworthy during uh, in that realm? I thought I did once. <laughs> I thought there was like this one guy that just broke in i mean yes actually yeah there, there was one incident where there was this one homeless guy okay that stayed there after sunday's the, the the last sunday service okay i didn't deal with this but my roommate one of them did okay and he had to tell him like hey you can't stay here yeah so that that was kind of one of the only times when we had someone kind of uh overstay the welcome mm. um nobody like broke in or anything like that there was one time 
when I thought that there was someone that broke in. Oh, really? Uh, it was it was when I was locking up, and I thought I was the only person locking up, and it ended oh. up being my other roommate. That like, as soon as I opened the door, he was there, and, and it was dark, and I freaked out. I was like, oh. oh my gosh! And so then he was just teasing me about my reaction because <laughs> I was scared. I was like, dang! I think there was another like moment when we thought we heard something, and mm. so we went and checked it out, and and. Speaking of that, I think because the church was really big, it was very spooky at yeah, night, like, yeah, in the dark. I bet. And so I would definitely make sure I had like music or something playing mm-hmm. out loud or something like that, just in case, like you know, I have my little flashlight. <laughs> yeah, because it, it would get a little scary, mm-hmm. you know. And um, like I, I, I believe in like demons and stuff, and so, um, and so it, it would be a. Uh, scary sometimes yeah i bet and um but no no um we had also um an actual security patrolling the the premises along with other uh, businesses around because so uh, we actually never talked about where this church is located it's like in the outskirts of san jose and Mm -hmm. it's in a big lot where there's other like headquarters for businesses. Yeah. And there's this one random hotel oh, yeah. around the corner. But for the most part, it's a really big lot. Mm-hmm. And it get kind of scary at night because people could just kind of park their cars and mingle around and stuff and maybe do drugs. And so... Yeah. But anyway, so we, thankfully we had an actual security patrolling premises and, and they eventually knew like, oh yeah, there's three cars parked here at night and these belong to these three guys that live here <laughs> yeah. and so so yeah i remember there was just one time when you like were were coming into the church um doing the dark and the security was like hey what are you doing and I'll, and i opened the door and i was like hey she's with me don't oh, worry yeah. about it actually brings me to i know this story is not about me but just the interesting experience of like coming to visit you and yeah. you know while we were dating and everything and like the first time that i came to san jose mm-hmm. uh I, we had met in person like several times before this but uh-huh. uh, the first time that i came there i came and like met you at the church uh-huh. and it was on a weekday i think or maybe it was a saturday i don't know yeah but there weren't a lot of people at the church but um like your friends were there and we were meeting up and doing something with your friends uh-huh. and it was just so interesting i was so shocked by like how big the church was yeah. and just by the fact that like you lived there, even though you had told me, of course, like about your living situation, yeah. I was so shocked to actually see it in person. Yeah. And then I think just as time went on, you know, I, I tend to be like a pretty quiet and uh-huh. like introverted person. And so just the experience of like coming to visit you and knowing that I would always have to like, walk into the main part Uh of the building and then walk by all these people, especially on Sunday mornings. Cause I would like come a lot of times on Fridays and then stay at like an Airbnb. Yeah. And then, so then we would spend the day together. And so I remember, you know, Sunday morning, I would always just come into the church. But I think the biggest thing was just like that there was always people around. Right. And like, if, you know, if I was there and then I needed to go to the bathroom, Mm -hmm. Then I always just felt weird of like, okay, well, who am I going to run into down there? Yeah. Are they going to think it's weird that I'm like here right now because they yeah. don't know me and they're going to be like, what is she doing here at the church at this hour? <laughs> so yeah, just a very interesting experience and just the whole, you know, that there were just always people 
but I, I definitely like got used to it and it was yeah. totally fine yeah it wasn't like bad in any way it was just a different you know mm-hmm. and something to kind of get used to yeah yeah living at the church was wild like it was just crazy to to even say that like that i was there for about like three years or so i know that's a long time just coming from like a, a place where just like i was new to the city san jose mm-hmm. and it's a whole different vibe a whole different style a living situation there as it is in Salinas. like there's just so many new people new faces yeah. so many new experiences there and wanting to be part of a community yeah being plugged in in a church and a ministry and from one ministry to another thing led after another and then ended up at this church and then eventually living at the church. Yeah. And and that just meant a lot because like not a lot of people get that opportunity and I think it was amazing to to experience that and to like not only be part of a the church but live at the church, right? Yeah, well that brings me to my last question for you actually. Yeah. Which is what were some of the best parts like practically every day and then just in general like what was what were the best parts of of living there the best parts was that i didn't miss out on the church events (gasps) that's so true you with your like fomo of like worrying about belonging and stuff like you didn't miss out on anything (laughs) (laughs) i did not and i then i started to be fed up about it because it it was just a lot, yeah. you know, every, almost every single day, right? But I think that there's something good about that, mm-hmm. that you are deep in the the midst of everything. Yeah. And it was a big blessing to be part of the the church and to know the ins and outs and the, yeah. the nook and cranny of, of the actual building. I mean, and, and then also, like, getting to know a lot of people mm-hmm. that... I wouldn't have met or known if it wasn't for me being there for yeah. three years. Yeah. So um, I think that the people obviously is is a big pro, a big positive bonus thing that happened yeah. from living there. And um, just having the relationships there, like it was cool to, to just know how church and ministry and or ministries function mm-hmm. and just to have like free reign and free access uh, to everything, yeah. you know, and realizing like there's a two way street, like the, the church trust me to be here mm-hmm. and to do my duties and <laughs> you and, and your duties. Yeah. Which I, I need to say this, like, I think I need to own up to this and like, uh, and, and say this, like, I don't think I was like the, the best, I guess, out of the three people that lived there to be like the one that was on top of like doing doing their the the lockup, you know, <laughs> responsibility. Okay. Because I would drop the ball, and I think that my best friend would pick up like my slack, you mm-hmm. know. And I think that I, I could have uh, done a better job as far as like communicating, saying, "Hey, I'm actually gonna do uh, do this day, this day, this day, and like commit to it," you know, instead of kind of like doing the bare minimum, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And so yeah. at the end, like our other friend got married, laughed, and I think it was just like a, maybe a whole year, I can't remember, of just uh, my best friend and I living mm-hmm. there. And so 
like I don't think it was fifty fifty. Like as yeah. far as the work, I think it was like more for him, like sixty or you know, mm. and me forty percent of doing the work. So um, I do like feel bad about that, you know. Um, and so I definitely like regret that. Yeah, I definitely remember you know him like being very generous and understanding and stuff, especially with us like being long distance. Yeah, and that becoming kind of a challenge with. Yeah. Um, you know, you having your quote unquote duties at the church. <laughs> and so, but I remember him being like very understanding, but I think yeah. at the time I also didn't fully realize like how much of a responsibility that, you know, taking care of the church and like doing right. all that was. Yeah. Yeah. And so I definitely understand, you know, what you're saying. And I think, yeah. you know, it was, it was hard just because it was just a very different living situation mm -hmm. um yeah, so, yeah so i definitely want to like dedicate some time to like, honor their work you should go over to their house and lock up their house every night <laughs> now i should to make so up for it this is the, for the times that i did not do it yeah they, uh, i should have <laughs> and just say don't worry about it you don't have to lock up just go get in bed i'll make sure your house is secure I have a spare for you key and, yeah uh, don't worry about where i got this spare key <laughs> yeah oh my gosh but yeah, so so huge thanks to those two guys, and uh, it was it was fun. It was a wild ride, you know. Just going back to to the experience, there was more good, more positive things than like some uh, some some not so great stuff, yeah. right? And I think like being young uh, helped. Like, yeah, I'm not sure if I would be able to go through the same experience now mm -hmm. because I just have a more of a comfortable life and and. <laughs> And I think just being young, I think you're just more like, sure, let's go with the flow, you know? And, yeah, and totally. Whatever. But uh, I mean, for free rent, it was it was a big blessing. And yeah. so going back to the having access to to the, the resources, to the physical, like, you know, rooms and stuff, yeah. like, I definitely took advantage of that. And, mm -hmm. and respectfully, like, I would uh, have people hang out and stuff, like on the weekends game and stuff. Game and stuff. nights, yeah. board game nights, yeah. All this stuff. Like, I think that uh, it was really cool to to have that, like, open the door to some people that uh, can't go to the church, you know, like on, on the weekdays or weeknights and stuff, you know. So yeah. I think it was really nice. And it all goes back to community. I think like, that definitely helped my, my sense of belonging. I definitely miss it because, like, once we got married, we left everything, you know. Yeah. And so... I don't know, like, it, it was really hard to realize, like, man, I, I don't have all this stuff anymore. You yeah. Know? I was, like, in in it out of, you know, all, all the people in the church, I felt like I was, like, really deep in, like, I had all my roots really super, super deep in, in the church. Totally, yeah. You know? And, and so to pull myself out of that, it's like, man, it sucks, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I, I don't think I regret my time there i think it was really a, a huge blessing mm -hmm. um to to have the, that time there so that's good that's pretty much it so yeah i mean there there's so many stories so many like funny things that happen and stuff but i think that um that's kind of the gist of of living in a church yeah um in a in a big church i think it was really cool it was a wild ride, like I said. Like, it yeah. was a wild ride. <laughs> Every sense of the word. Yeah, yeah. That's good. So how do you feel having uh, finally shared your story? I feel really good. 
Good. And a little bit nervous. I don't know why. I think like, <laughs> am I allowed to like expose the church? Like, um, there was nothing bad though. <laughs> no, I know, but uh, I feel I feel a little weird. Right. But overall, I feel good. Good. And yeah, I, I think it was really cool, like just to be able to share this. And like I said, there's more more stuff to talk about, but I think the uh, we covered the main stuff. I am definitely glad that uh, this episode is is out. Yeah, because I definitely pushed this episode so like far back. You know, like it was like two years or whatever. It's like we're gonna delay this. I know uh, until whenever you know mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> But uh, I'm glad. I'm glad that you like also just kind of said, "Hey, we're gonna do this." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, good. It was. It was good. I think that it was. It was fun. Totally, just reminiscing about the good old days uh, <laughs> at the church. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was good. So that's good. I'm mm-hmm. glad. Yeah. And last thing I want to say is before we kind of wrap this puppy uh, up is that <laughs> home. The word home is something that I, I used constantly when I was living up the church. <laughs> I did. No, I just, the way you started it, it was like you were going to give like a um, a speech, you know, like a valedictorian speech or something. The word home. Is defined. W- yeah. Webster <laughs> defines the word home as a dwelling. I'm just kidding. And here at Westview. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes. Okay, go ahead. Um, no, but I want to say that home was something I always said referring to the church and wherever I lived at mm-hmm. on purpose because church was my home, not just in, a, in like a communal sense, but also my physical home. Yeah. You know, I always make a point to call wherever we are staying that that night that weekend that year or whatever to say that's that's our home let's go home Mm -hmm. like when we (laughs) go on vacation instead of referring to our our (laughs) hotel or airbnb as a airbnb or room or hotel i say home let's go home it might be weird to you and to to your companions (laughs) yeah but i think that the more you say that the more you get used to realizing like home is just like wherever you're staying with your family yeah and 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 to me those three years that was my home Mm -hmm. that's really good yeah so so i just want to say that because i truly believe that yeah so i didn't know that you did that on purpose oh really yeah when i refer to like the hotel as our home yeah yeah i do that on purpose because like that is our home because like it's not the physical right building it's it's the the people you live with that's so cute (laughs) <laughs> no, I really like that. Yeah. I didn't know that about you. <laughs> In the truest sense, home is where your heart is. Yeah. So, anyway. Do what I said. Okay. Well, if you also live in a church. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can you relate? <laughs> Can you relate to this story? No. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope that, if nothing else, that you took that last little nugget away from this episode that, yeah. you know home is wherever your people are and home Mm -hmm. is, you know, it's what you make it. Mm -hmm. So thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Please please come back again (laughs) and join us here. (laughs) We're very honored to have a special guest with us today. (laughs) 
<laughs> a man who lived in a church for three years. Um, but thank you to everybody listening. Yeah. Also thank for you. being here too. Yeah. Because without you, this would just be a normal Tuesday night with us <laughs> talking to each other over the kitchen table. <laughs> That's good. That's but good. But either way, it's still home. Mm-hmm. And as someone said, home is where the Wi-Fi connects automatically. <laughs> See, See you, you next time. time. I'm going to see. Gosh. <laughs> Panic. <laughs> okay, we have our blooper. Goodness. <laughs> they just came on so quickly and so intensely. That sneeze, I'm still recovering from that sneeze. The sneeze that. A sneeze took that you rocked out. the world. The sneeze heard around the world. Um, anyway.